the Minimum Baseline Podcast, the pod where normal people become incrementally less shit. I'm Stacey Fisher. And I'm Taryn Heddo. And together, we're sisters and a pair of normies pushing all of our responsibilities to 2023. Before we begin, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country in which we are recording this podcast today. Today, that is Gadigal country exclusively. Yes. Because I am in the same room as Stacey. For the first time since we started this podcast. (laughs) Sovereignty was never ceded and it always was, always will be Aboriginal land. This week, we are going to reflect on the last 12 weeks of podcasting. We're going to talk about what we've achieved and what we've got planned for the first quarter of 2023. Plus, we have some extra fun batshittery. So much batshittery. Always with the batshittery. <laughs> I think it's a bit of a batshit mashup today, isn't it? There's a few things to talk about. What do it you, is. Do you want to kick us off? I will kick us off. I mean, the, the obvious, and I've talked about Twitter before because Twitter is a big part of my life and you know Elon Musk is still in charge although apparently not for much longer because he he ran a poll recently asking whether he should remain CEO of Twitter and the poll came out no so basically I I think it was it was the other way I think he asked should I step down and and the results were yes so apparently he's going to step down as a result of this poll more realistically is the fact that uh, Tesla stocks are tanking and yeah. he needs to step down to save face and when the company goes bankrupt, he can say, oh, it wasn't my fault, I wasn't CEO. However, it's, again, just another completely batshit saga. I mean, this comes on the back of him arbitrarily banning journalists yep. who were showing his flight data, even though that data is publicly available. It's not doxing, it was publicly available. Making a rule that you couldn't advertise other social media sites, like including Facebook, Instagram, all of these. Originally, it was going to be absolutely no links to these social media sites. Someone tweeted at him, oh, that seems a little bit unreasonable. And he was like, yeah, true. Okay, it's only going to be for profiles that exist only to advertise these other social media sites. Which, again, why are you backflipping based on someone's tweet to you? <laughs> Keeping in mind, the person that tweeted at him had been banned from Magic the Gathering for being misogynistic. So, you know, there's a... That's the kind of person that Elon Musk is changing his mind at the whim of. And then just to top it all off, as Elon Musk is going to step down, Snoop Dogg made a poll where Snoop Dogg said, should I run Twitter? And 81% of people at the time of recording have said yes. (laughs) So maybe Snoop Dogg will be the next CEO of Twitter. I don't know. This saga continues to be completely batshit. And uh, Elon Musk is a... (laughs) <laughs> that's gonna have to be big <laughs> it's the second time you've dropped the big c on this podcast not only am i not the first person on this podcast to drop the big c i'm also not the second person to drop the big c i drop the big c when it is deserved and in that case <laughs> it's deserved i think both times you use it to describe elon musk yeah well good <laughs> i don't block many people on twitter and one of them is elon musk which is <laughs> hilarious but i think snoop dogg becoming the ceo of twitter would be amazing because everything that man does is amazing when he did the olympics when he commentated the olympics he was funnier than kevin hart he's not (laughs) a professional comedian he's just a dude he's the biggest dude he's recorded these affirmation songs for preschoolers and they are a 
bop. I am in the kitchen in the morning going, I am me and I'm, it's good to be me. It is amazing. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a cooking show with Martha Stewart. It's the best cooking show ever. That and is I, the man the that should be in Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So I vote yes to Snoop Dogg's poll. Well, I vote yes to hearing your weekly batchery. What is it this week? Oh, mine's great. So Donald, earlier in the week, Donald Trump tweeted a little teaser of a major announcement coming the following day. Now, this man is running for president of the United States of America in 2024. And so when he tweets that he is going to make a major announcement, everyone got a little afraid. Taryn, do you want to guess what his major announcement was? Well, you would think it's something to do with the presidency run. You would assume. You would assume. You would be wrong. Taryn, I'm going to show you Donald Trump's range of NFTs. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can you see them? What? So talk to me. Just talk to me about your first impressions of, of, of these NFTs. They are the man himself, the Donald, in various outfits as if he is a superhero (laughs) with the kind of like weird Photoshop jobs done in that NFT style that looks a little bit kind of weirdly 3D. Very odd. Donald Trump is superhero. Donald Trump is Walker, Texas Ranger. Donald Trump is like the boss of the Dow Jones. (laughs) Uh, the best thing about all of this. So first, it's batshit that the former president of the United States is releasing a range of NFTs of his face superimposed onto weird bodies. Yes. Like that, we just acknowledge that that is fucking batshit. Correct. Correct. But it gets funnier because people on the internet know how to use reverse image search. And so all these Twitter sleuths have gone and found the original images that this poxy NFT developer has have used to, like, base the images of the Donald off. Yeah. And they are hilarious. So this, this image of Donald as a cowboy comes from an Amazon image of a jacket, which is like the Amazon product image of a white jacket. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> I popped his face on the top. Oh, this no. one of Donald Trump as an astronaut comes from a child's toy. <laughs> <laughs> and like the quality is terrible. Yeah. Granted, they were selling for a whopping $99. So you wouldn't expect them to be high quality. Well, well, I, I I do I do want to jump in here and explain what an NFT is because oh, yeah. you're not buying an image. You're buying a place in the blockchain that means nothing. I know, right? Like to be clear, that the image represents that place in the blockchain yeah but you're not buying the rights to an image you're not so i guess it's kind of fitting that it's crap because it doesn't matter at the end of the day (laughs) you're not you're buying nothing that the images i despise nfts because essentially they they fool people into thinking that you're buying something when you're not you're buying nothing yeah and all the images are are a way to convince you that you're buying something so really it's a 99 dollar campaign donation no it's not 
So the money, this is this is the extra batshit thing. The money's not going to Donald Trump's campaign. He has license, he's allowed some <laughs> fucking graphic designer in a down at heel strip mall in California. He's licensed his face to like NFT international. Oh my god. He's not even produced these things. That is it's, it's, such a scam on scam on scam. It's in no way affiliated with Donald Trump, Donald Trump's companies or Donald Trump's campaign. He licensed his face. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is that's a whole other level of scam. It is that's incredible. Amazing. Oh my days. <laughs> Anyway, as of today, Donald Trump is the first president in history to have been criminally referred to the Department of Justice. Yeah, and he's been referred by the January 6th committee. So that's sad. Is it? Well, it's sad that he was ever POTUS. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of batshit, the United States of America. Yeah. <laughs> Full stop. All right, let's keep it short and sweet today. I just wanted to reflect on the last 12 weeks, what you've achieved, how you felt, because we have we did announce uh, in last week's podcast that we're going to be moving to fortnightly. Yes. So this is kind of like a bonus mini-sode, I guess. So keep it short and sweet. How's the last 12 weeks gone? Has this exercise been worthwhile? And do you want to continue for another 12 weeks? And if so, is there something in particular that you'd like to achieve? Yeah, it's a lot of questions all at once. Um, (laughs) No, I think the last, yeah, the last 12 weeks, I mean, obviously for me taking a broader view, all of last year was kind of a crazy, wacky journey. I mean, I started the beginning of the year podcasting as a hobby and working as a receptionist at a union, thinking that that was my life, not ever thinking that I wanted to do journalism full-time I'd not commentated a game before uh the idea of that was terrifying I didn't think I'd be any good I was essentially doing things for a bit of fun on the side while I just sort of earned money and played sport and lived and then you know you fast forward three months from there and suddenly I'm writing articles for the Matildas and I'm commentating the Paramatildas and I'm commentating MPL. And then you fast forward three months again and I am on my ass mm-hmm. with COVID. I uh, don't recover. I have sort of two months in the absolute wilderness of brain fog and just this sort of inability to kind of function at all as a human being. And then we sort of hit the point where, you know, that 12 weeks ago where we start this podcast and I'm sort of looking on the up again and I'm trying to think about ways to to get better and all these opportunities have presented themselves. You know, I remember when I got the call from the producer about commentary, I had to say to him like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it, to be honest honest with you I'd love to do it I don't think I said that on the first call to be honest I think that was the second call I think the first call I was like yes absolutely and then I put the phone down and I cried because I was like I don't know if I can think for two hours let alone you know compensate but through a lot of hard work and a lot of frustration and a lot of support a bit of risk fair bit of risk a lot of risk I'm now doing my absolute 
favourite thing in the world, which is commentary. I am writing articles for the Matildas, for ESPN as well. I am still working on my favourite video game of all time in the background. I am recovering to the extent where I can cook meals. Uh, I can go for walks for 10 minutes or so. And, you know, I, I think for the next... 12 weeks it's for me it's about continuing on that trajectory and taking opportunities when they come and also putting myself in the best spot to get more opportunities and that probably means things like updating my LinkedIn which I still haven't done or sending me a <laughs> bio so that I can stick it on the minimum baseline <laughs> website being or only begging you to do this for 14 weeks but uh, anyway <laughs> begging's a bit strong settle down <laughs> um, you sent me about three reminders friendly <laughs> No, it's it's now about doing those those little things uh, in the next 12 months, but being wild and wacky. And I think I've learned that things can be given and taken very quickly in equal measure. Good things happen to me really quickly and bad things happen to me really quickly. And it's just, you just have to take each day as it comes because you don't know what the next is going to bring and be grateful for everything. See where life takes us. So what are you thinking for the next Quarter. Yeah, as I said, it's it's very much just continuing on this same path. I'll be commentating for the whole next quarter. The season ends in in late April, so that's my job. Also, to find more writing work is very important, and just I guess physically, I would love to. You know, I think running's a little bit ambitious, but I would love to get back to maybe going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I actually had this conversation with uh, with one of my specialists the other week, and essentially with when I return to exercise when I'm getting better the problem is uh, long-term water loss like sweating so like going for a 5k run is going to be much less achievable than going to the gym and lifting weights yeah sure so if in 12 weeks I could be at the point where I'm at a gym lifting small weights Mm -hmm. that would be incredible Mm -hmm. I think running might be the quarter after that Okay. Yeah. All right, Stacey. Your last 12 weeks, your next 12 weeks. So I didn't change up my life quite as much as you in the last quarter. I did move my ass a fair bit. So was happy to have achieved the triathlon. And I'm registered for another triathlon on the 23rd of February, a longer one this time. So I'm going to continue on that journey. I did the I did do the uh, Wollongong Splash not last weekend, the weekend before. We're quite behind on editing these podcasts. So... <laughs> The timeline is way out. Yeah, so I think I will probably continue ocean swimming. That's the thing that I like the most. And running because it's the easiest thing to do. It's, you know, not a lot of barriers to running. I still don't love the bike. I don't think the bike is for me. And probably triathlon is not for me because I don't like the bike. So I really like the aquathons, the, you know, so I might do some running festivals, do this one other triathlon just because I wanted to get to that distance. And then I was switched to ocean swimming. So the next quarter I'm going to try to conquer my fear of Bondi. I'm going to do some swim drum manly because it's a bit calmer, the manly to Shelley Beach swim. And I am going to change up my career a little bit too. I have you know, it's a great little business. I love it and I love working with my business partner and we will continue to do that together. But there's some things that are happening strategically in the business that mean that we just need to hold our line for the, probably the next six months until we, so we're essentially turning our entire cash flow model around. At the moment, we pay for stock, we book and pay for stock and then it gets manufactured, it gets on the water, it gets into store, some retailers buy it, they might pay us 
that's 90 days later. It can be a year between when we lay down cash and when we get the sale. We're flipping that whole model so that we do the sale first and then the cash comes in last. And we're using trade financing and a bunch of those tools. And it just, it's like turning the Titanic and that's going to take some time. So probably six months away from really being able to do all that much at Minnow. And we've put in place a whole bunch of really great structure that means that we are out of the day-to-day -day a fair bit. So we don't pack our own orders anymore. We've got a third-party logistics provider. We have a third-party that manages our customer service for us. We have the world's best VA. So Lorraine and I can probably work a couple of days a week, two to three days a week on Minnow. There'll be busier periods when we've got trade shows and those sorts of things, but really it's probably a two to three day a week gig. And I would like to do something different. You know, I've been focused on Minnow for three years, wholly and solely Minnow. So I'm going to do some writing this year. Been been inspired by you, Taryn. It's <laughs> so a bit different to you. I won't be, you know, writing for other people, but um, watch this space. I will, this year I'm going to make some money from writing. I'm going to write the biography of our ancestor, Diana Mudgee, and then... I may write a fictionalized account of her life. But yeah, I'm going to do some do some writing because that's the thing that it's the reason that I founded the agency. The agency happened by accident. I started writing and then all of a sudden all this other shit happened. And just going to do some of that and see if I can make some cash. Great. So that's going to be my first quarter next year. Amazing. Okay, so we are going to take a three-week break over Christmas. We'll be back. We'll record on the 9th. So that podcast will be released on the 13th of January. I'm going to take some time out, going to lay on a beach, read some books, become a couch. Great. I am busy because football never stops. It never stops ever. Um, <laughs> so I have I've games to commentate uh, in this period, but at the same time, I'll get some time to spend with myself. I do enjoy just sort of being a potato and ordering food. Money doesn't count in December, so that's fine. <laughs> and just, yeah, enjoying some time to myself. It is, it is quite nice. Lovely. Where can the people find us? Well... You can find us. Stacey's, Stacey's scrolling through the run sheet. <laughs> I don't know where you can find us without the run sheet. <laughs> um, you, you, can, you can find us at our website at minimumbaseline.com, Instagram at minimum.baseline, Twitter at minimumbaseline, or you can follow me on Twitter at Taryn Heddo. Five-star reviews help us reach other normies who might also be trying to become incrementally less shit. Please jump on your podcast app of choice and leave us some feedback. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or on our RSS feed on our website. Thank you, and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>